1: No, 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 Lewis, no, no, not if I had a hammer, Lewis, not if the lo I think you 're missing the tone on this one here, ah that 's great, poor Paul Pelosi, if I had a hammer, he got hammered, not the way you want to get hammered, of course, he 's alive, I don't so think we can you're joke helping about it Sid. i don 't think you're helping with that,, no. <laughs> uh. happy Halloween, everybody, seven forty four on your Monday morning. And we do put this time aside every Monday for a not a good guest, a great guest. He's the editor of the National Review, NBC, Politico. His stuff often syndicated right here because it's so good in the New York Post. And he's also a really dear friend. He is the great Rich Lowry. Uh, Rich, good morning. Happy Monday morning.
2: Hey, what's going on?
1: Say hello to Andrew Giuliani. Hey, Andrew, how's it going Great to be with you, Rich, as always.
2: As always. For the record, I didn't participate in any of the Hammer. Right. I was (laughs) just waiting (laughs) innocently uh, on my phone to join. Fine.
1: (laughs) He didn't die, thank God. Who cares? Uh, I do want to play this for you, though, Joe Biden. And just so you know, I condemn that attack. So does Andrew. So do most decent people. We all condemn that attack, it was terrible. Uh, why it happened, the motivation. We think we know, but we don't know. That didn't stop the Democrats from giving their spin on it. We'll get to that afterwards. But I want to play this for you, Rich. This is uh, Joe Biden, the president of the United States, just this weekend. And when it's finished, I want you to tell me what's wrong with what he said. Lewis, go ahead.
0: And by the way, if they do, that means not a joke, everybody. That's why we were defeated in, in 2018. When they tried to do it, we went to 54 states.
1: Ah, okay. Ah, 54. 54 states. How many states are there in the United States? <laughs> <laughs> I, mean,
2: I mean, come on. Day after day after day. Obama, he, Obama. Obama said the same thing. What, are they counting territories? Or what I, Wait, I did he really? It. Did Obama <laughs> say the same thing? He did, yeah. 54 states at some point.
1: Maybe they're counting Puerto Rico or places yeah, like I, that? I don't
2: know. I don't know.
1: Either way, it was another brutal week for Joe Biden. I guess (laughs) he uh, referred to Kamala Harris last week again on her birthday as the president of the United States. Uh, Just another brutal week, which, Larry, for Joe Biden.
2: He's, he's not running for president again. I mean, he's not going to be able to do it. As soon as they uh, lose uh, in about a week, here, I think he becomes effectively a lame duck, and it's just a question of when everyone, including him, acknowledges the inevitable. He he can't do this. And then they're, they're going to have a, a heck of a problem. How do they shove aside, you know, the, the first uh, woman um, of, of color to, to be vice president? And uh, w- w- she's obviously terrible, though. And what's what's the alternative? So it's it's a party that, they are they're, they're looking at it, losing Congress and then having a horrible time trying to pick a nominee for 24.
0: Earlier in the show, we played a clip of Andrea Mitchell, who I'm sure you agree with all the time, (laughs) Rich, uh, saying that the attack on Paul Pelosi was tied to January 6th. I recently read. Your article, I think, came out yesterday talking about January 6th not attacking Paul Pelosi. So why is it you disagree with the one and only Andrea Mitchell, who, you know, always seems to be right about her political commentary? (laughs)
2: There's there's no evidence (laughs) of this whatsoever except for he said, where's Nancy, which which she might have said because he was looking for Nancy Pelosi, not because he was deliberately trying to echo January 6th. And this guy was a disturbed – and dangerous man, his family was afraid of him. he had all the signs of paranoid schizophrenia. He believed there's a malevolent fairy you know messing with his his life, which is is not a rational belief his uh The mother of two of his children who's in jail for attempting to abduct a fourteen year old says he's Certifiably crazy. So this is a guy who's going to fasten on anything. He wasn't radicalized on, on online, you know, by the by the right. He was someone who believed in conspiracies inherently and believed them from the left, you know, and then believed them from the right. And it's just obviously a diseased mind. So it's a real sad thing. We all wish wish Paul Pelosi the best and his family the best, but th- this is not a, a politicized attack. It's a it's a random madman.
1: Yeah, they don't think so. And it's very hard to be sympathetic towards Paul, even though, again, he was attacked in a vicious manner, not his fault. When you consider when a guy shows up outside of Kavanaugh's house with a gun Mm -hmm. and Jen Psaki has the chance to say, hey, don't do that, and she didn't do it. And then, of course, when Steve Scalise gets shot, I mean shot on a baseball field by a Bernie Sanders supporter, I don't remember the Democrats' outcry then So even though Pelosi is a sympathetic figure here because of politics— they are so one sided. It's a joke.
2: Yeah, they, they memory hole all that stuff. And look, I, I'm opposed to any protest at the, the homes of public figures. I think it's inherently threatening and uh, um, has the, the risk of going too far. That's why I oppose the, Supreme, the protest in front of the Supreme Court Justice's homes. I oppose it when they do it to Chuck Schumer. I oppose it when they do it to local school board members. I would have opposed it if they did it to Nancy Pelosi. It's just wrong. But that's a consistent, I have a consistent belief on that right. that I'll, I'll say no matter what and they don't they were happy to have supreme court justices threatened and they, there was barely a ripple we talked about it at the time said barely a ripple when when this nut showed up out outside the house of brett kavanaugh No worse than that so it, it, it was I no think- there
1: was a ripple because jen Psaki was asked by peter Ducey are you okay with that and she basically said hey that's that guy's right she
2: actually said that yeah it happens yeah
0: so we are eight short days away from midterms here, Rich, and uh, I, I have to ask, obviously looking at where everything is in New York right now, in a blue state that's over 2-1, to one, Democrat to Republican, the margins are closing, it's going to be a very close election day here. What's your take nationally in terms of where we are from the House to the Senate? What races are you looking at to be the bellwether for what we'll see actually on November 8th?
2: Well, the Senate, the big kahuna is Pennsylvania. Republicans hold Pennsylvania. They're taking the Senate. If they, they lose Pennsylvania, it's still possible to take the Senate, but it's a much more of an uphill climb. And all the indications are that uh, Oz is a step ahead now after the disastrous uh, debate for John Fetterman, although there's a set of New York Times polls. I haven't looked at them internally that, that are really bad for <laughs> – I guess, unsurprisingly, really bad for Republicans um, that just, just came out here and they have Fetterman a little bit ahead. Of Oz. I don't think that's the the case, but the, the Republicans hold Pennsylvania, and that map looks really good. And then, you know, they're going to win 20, 30 seats in the House. And one of the interesting things here, and this plays into to what's happening with Zeldin, is Republicans are actually outperforming in blue states. Those are the districts where they're doing best, uh, Oregon, California, New York, because all the Republican themes are especially powerful in those states because you've had uh, – you, you know um, – you know, um, Power government with uh, Democrats having their way on all of this stuff, crime especially, and it's driven people crazy. And that, that's why we're talking about, you know, very plausibly, Zeldin winning.
1: Yeah, you, know, you say very plausibly, but you've been hesitant the last couple of weeks while admitting he's got a chance to say he's going to win. I am telling you he's going to win. Are you still kind of I'm on a, the
2: I'm a, I'm a 50-50. I'm still I'm 50-50. 50. But I don't I don't think you're as crazy as uh, as as admitted. Uh, <laughs> well, what has to
1: happen in <laughs> I, the next I think 8 days <laughs> yes. some other stuff. <laughs> what has to happen in the next
2: 8 days
1: or 7 days where Rich Lowry comes on with me a week from today, the day before election day and <laughs> says, "I'm with you, he's going to win."
2: I got one more chance. Um I I just need to 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 see I think, you know, it's a Republican wave. I need to see it build another foot or two because that's what that's what's going to take to get him over the top. You know, he had Pete King on there a clip, you know, 2 million more Democrats or whatever it is in New York State, so that's a lot to overcome. It's a lot to co- overcome in a in a real big Republican year, he's going to overcome it, but but it needs to be big.
0: Yeah. Do you think that Republicans in blue states are outperforming Republicans in red states because they're actually confronted more with crime, because they're actually seeing these one-party rule, whether it be in California, whether it be yep. in New York, and what it's doing, like literally right in front of their faces day in and day out. Rich, I can tell you, I, I take the subway in every morning, and it's uh, it's like dodging zombies basically out there. I feel <laughs> like a n- night of the living Absolutely. dead, and not just because it's Halloween today.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I think that's absolutely what's happening. And you know, you you're not uh you're in Ohio, you're in a red state, but you you're not you're not dealing with that every day. So it it has an impact on you. Also if you're um, a Democrat in a, a Trump district somewhere, you're you're a pretty good Democrat. You're a pretty good politician. You know what you're doing. So, it's, it's, so Republicans are finding it's a little harder to dislodge those guys. Where there are a bunch of vulnerable uh, Democrats, again, in Oregon, California, in New York, where people have gotten Democratic governance good and hard and are 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 sick of it.
1: All right, Rich Lowry, I've gone on my own personal crusade here as a proud Jewish man, originally from Brooklyn, now living in Queens, to do whatever I can to make sure the Brooklyn Nets get rid of Kyrie Irving. I know you're a Yankee fan. I'm not sure what your basketball fandom is, but uh, can you think of uh, any possible way to defend a guy making anti-Semitics anywhere, let alone Brooklyn, New York?
2: Yeah. Uh, I can't. I'm not an NBA guy. I've not followed this closely. Um, uh, I would. I would say the the only way out is a, a groveling and sincere apology. I guess he tweeted something saying he's an. Uh omniist? What's, what's an omni-ist? <laughs> what, what is that?
1: I don't know what that is. Uh, they make up worse. Just does that make it up. you feel better,
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> No, <laughs> it makes me feel worse. No, I hate the guy. Uh, but I love you. Another great appearance. And you've got one more appearance the day before Election Day. And we'll see if you change your mind on prepare. any of this. i be working
2: my calculations all week. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay, great job, Rich. Thank all you. Right. Thanks, Ellis. All right. There he is, folks. Not Reviews. Rich Lowry does a great job on this show every Monday morning at 7 40 and yes a week from today he'll be one of the last guests we speak to before the big day coming up next tuesday now eight days away midterm election day the governor race all that election day coming up a week from tomorrow 1-800-848-WABC 1-800-848-9222 it's me sid rosenberg and my great friend andrew giuliani on this monday morning Right here on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Over, baby. Happy baby Halloween, folks. We ain't got chicken